Hello and welcome to Thoughts. I'm your host, Miranda Schroeder. Good morning and welcome to Thursday's episode. I don't even know what day it is anymore, if I'm being quite honest. Like, I specifically remember this Monday. Like, I went through, like, the whole day feeling like it was Friday because that is just how much I've been working. I have not had a day off in I don't know how long. Um, Tuesdays are usually my day off. Worked this Tuesday pretty much the entire day. And, yeah, it's just all a blur. Tuesday morning, we closed on our new house. Um, We got an email Monday around like noon saying, hey, go to the bank, send your wire. And like I literally had zero, Andrew nor I had time the entire day to check our emails. So once I put Ryan down Monday night, I like got on and was like going through all my emails and I saw the information about the wire. They were like, hey, you got to go today so that the wire hits in the morning and our closing was at 9 a.m. on Tuesday. So like that's literally when the bank and the office opened was 9 a.m. So there was no time in the morning. So we had to like tell our realtor, Hey, we're going to be late. We had to go like sit outside the bank, wait for it. We had to, first we found the bank closest to the office where we were closing. We sat outside the bank, literally like went in the doors as they were opening it and got the wire, talked to the, called the people, got the wire information, sent the wire, and then drove across the street to the closing The sellers had already like signed all their paperwork and we literally were just like ships in the night. Like they were going out, we were coming in and then it took forever (laughs) for the wire to hit. Um, so finally we were just like, yeah, we like finished all the paperwork and we were like, yeah, we're all just going to go. And then the other agent was like freaking out because the wire hadn't hit, but like the money was clearly taken out of our account and we couldn't make it go any faster. It was just very stressful. And meanwhile, we had a super sick kid at home. So like I was already, we hadn't slept all night because we were up with her and I was already like paranoid about leaving her. So like as soon as that finished, we rushed home to our sick baby, which she's still sick. She's been going through like You give her Tylenol and it takes her fever down and she kind of acts like herself for a few hours and then she'll kind of hit a wall and like be lethargic and like cuddling and like sleeping on you. So I'm really hoping today we turn a corner. It's almost 8 p or 8 a.m. Oh Lord. Now I don't even know what time of day it is. Um, It is 8 a.m. and she's still asleep. So I think that's a really good sign because she's been sleeping terribly all week, which means Andrew and I have been sleeping terribly all week while trying to catch up on work and pack our entire house. So we closed on Tuesday and we don't get possession of the house until tomorrow. Oh my goodness, tomorrow's Friday. Holy heck. We get possession tomorrow and at 6 p.m. So our plan is we have a U-Haul coming in the morning, or Andrew's going to get the U-Haul in the morning, picking it up at 9 tomorrow. We're going to get everything packed into the U-Haul, full as we possibly can, 
finish packing up some stuff inside the house. And then at 5.30, we are literally going to drive over. And as soon as the clock strikes 6 p.m., we are going to start unloading the U-Haul into the new house. And then our plan is to sleep in the current house Friday night. And then Saturday, we will move all of the furniture and beds over to the new house. If there's any like little stuff that's still over here, my plan is to come and deal with it on Monday. So we can try to celebrate Easter. I'm really sad like all of this chaos has just overshadowed like you know being a Christian like it's overshadowed like the importance and the focus on Easter like last year I feel like we just thinking about it talking about it praying about it this year it's just like I'm literally surviving minute to minute trying to keep my head afloat and Everyone this past few weeks has just been so disappointed with me, so unhappy with me, like I'm not meeting their expectations and it's really, really taken a toll on me mentally on top of the just pure physical exhaustion from trying to run a business in the middle of wedding season. So not only am I doing all of the business stuff as usual, but I'm also at events, you know, running around, figuring out last minute details, putting out fires, running errands. And then pretty much my Friday and Saturdays are just completely consumed by weddings. So yeah, trying to do all of that while also pack up my entire house, have a sick kid. Andrew um, was so excited. He got a sandbag for his CrossFit gym at our house and he was filling it and moving it and smoked the top of his hand on something metal and like, I'm pretty sure his hand is broken, but he refuses to get it x-rayed. So he can't really use his hand, which has been going on for five plus days now, has a huge gash on top of it. It's swollen, tender, perfect timing, perfect timing for this to happen when we are trying to move, have a sick baby. And like he had a procedure this morning at work and like he had to take his like wrap thing off so he could use his hand should be over by now. So hopefully, hopefully it went well, despite his injuries. Um, I am a little sad because I feel like any other time we've moved, like there's been excitement, joy, and I feel like I've let just all the negativity of everything else, like mostly work related, just completely take away from any of the joy that I would hope to feel in like purchasing our forever home where we're going to raise our kids for the next 20 years and I honestly feel like I haven't even had two seconds to one digest that this is actually happening like life has been going so fast I've been so busy like last night I literally stayed up till 11 uh, p.m just trying to work and answer emails and get caught up like it's just wake to to sleeping just constant and yeah I just I haven't even had time to like 
savor or enjoy any of the excitement about this huge life change. It's just a little sad, honestly. I'm trying to take Monday off so that I can just get us unpacked, like get us situated. I feel like I will feel so relieved and so much better when we are just fully inside the new house, like turn over the keys here and it's like done. I love unpacking, absolutely love unpacking. I love organizing, cleaning, like finding different places for everything to go, like thinking about, oh, like we should put this in this drawer because it's located closest to the stove or we should put the cups here because they're, you know, located closest to the refrigerator where we get water, whatever. Love that shit. Um, I have so many like organizational like baskets and containers now. So I'm also really excited to like use those and have a spaces to actually put them in like Andrew and I have our own bathroom and we have a real pantry I am so pumped about having a pantry the only time we had a pantry was our initial house we lived in when we moved back to Indiana from Michigan and it was like a tiny little skinny tall pantry it was more like a long cupboard I don't even know if you could really call it a pantry at our new house, we have a legitimate pantry the size of like a coat closet. And you can laugh at that. I know some of y'all probably have like walk-in pantries. I do not care. The fact that I have a pantry and a specific closet to put my food in is chef's kiss. We currently store our food in like a cupboard and a lazy Susan here at our historic home. And our kitchen is massive. They just didn't like our current kitchen is massive. They just didn't put in a pantry. They prioritized having a wet bar and a wine rack. I'm like, you know what? Some people would rather have a pantry. Um, yeah. So I'm, this is literally this moment of me sitting down recording this podcast is probably the only time I have even like felt the excitement or thought about like, the little things that I'm so happy about to, to, to move. Like it's just been so overshadowed by so much negativity. And I feel sad because the more I'm like, the more time I've spent in the service industry, it's just sad. Like so many people in the service industry are treated so badly. They're overworked, they're underpaid. They're I'm not even going to say underappreciated because a lot of times they are just like not appreciated at all. And on the flip side of that, I do work with some amazing families that are so appreciative and I can't even tell you like how much it means for someone to just simply say like thank you so much, like we appreciate you. I've never really been like a words of affirmation person. Like I never really like sought out people to like speak words of affirmation to me. Like even my second boss out of college when I left my like first job out of college and went to my next one, you know, he would like praise the other employees and he would like get them cakes for their birthday. He did literally nothing for me. 
And I think I like brought it up once to him and was like, yeah, this is kind of weird. He's like, he's like, oh, like I just didn't read you as like a person who needed any kind of like reassurance or like special, you know, acknowledgements or praise in front of the group or individually even. And like now that I'm thinking about that, that really sucks. I feel like if you are like a quote unquote, like self-motivated, more strong-willed, like outspoken person, people might like definitely like overachiever type, whatever. And people think that about you. So they're like, oh, well, she doesn't need a pat on the back. And so you don't get any. And after years of just feeling so unappreciative, unappreciated, that really takes a mental toll. And to some extent, like, I am a people pleaser. But then, like, the other side, like, the flip side of the coin is, like, I have boundaries for a reason. And those boundaries help me interact better with you. So when you can't respect them and you get mad about my boundaries, like it's really, really frustrating. And I feel like I am just walking on a tightrope. I am walking on eggshells with every single interaction. It's like, I forget one thing. I do one thing wrong. Like the pressure is so immense. Like I literally feel like I'm walking on a tightrope. I do one thing wrong and I'm being shoved over the edge like to my death. And then the relationship is just like tattered, like tattered over one tiny little mistake. And sometimes it's a big mistake. Okay. To be fair, I am human. I make big mistakes too. I make big mistakes just as much as I make small mistakes. But where on earth is the grace? And I've been so appreciative of the Instagram community when I've been sharing how hard these last few weeks have been. Gosh, I'm going to cry literally just saying this out loud. But I received so many messages saying like, where's the grace for yourself? Give yourself some grace. Like if other people can't extend any amount of human grace to you and kindness to you, at least give it to yourself. That's probably one of the hardest things to do. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like as business owners, people look at us like we are robots. And you know what? I am not a robot. I am a human being with feelings, emotions. I am living... I am a broken human living in a broken world and I am doing the very damn best that I can with what I have and where I'm at right now. And sometimes my best is just not going to be good enough for people and you know, that's where I have to be honest with myself and say, you know what? I did screw up here or I was slacking a little bit there and There have been instances lately where I'm like, yeah, this wasn't like my typical best, but I'm not under my typical conditions of life. Like 
I have a family. I am moving. I have financial pressures. Like I'm fighting with my husband. It's like all that stuff is going on that nobody knows about. And you're supposed to just shove that down and act like none of that's happening and operate at your 210% capacity, even though your life is literally a chaotic, stressful mess. You've got a sick kid. Your husband has a broken hand. Like you're moving, like financial issues you know, fighting, whatever. You're just supposed to stuff all that away and just keep on operating at 200%. Like that is not fair. We are all human. Can't we look at one another and say like, I'm so sorry. You can even be upset and not happy with the service you're receiving, but also give grace at the same time. Like, I've been in that situation where it's like, you know, like I'm not, I'm not satisfied. I'm not happy, but like, look, I know you have a lot going on and like, I feel for you there and I understand, but like, how can we positively move forward? Anything like, can we all just acknowledge how broken this world is and how human we all are? One of my biggest things about quitting corporate was like the idea of compartmentalizing everyone's lives. Like you could have whatever going on at home and like it was so like wrong or inappropriate to even bring it up at work. And owning my own company, like I don't, I don't want that. Like I don't, I don't want to just have these completely transactional, strict business relationships with the people I'm working with. Like, I don't want that for them and I don't want it for me. And saying that out loud has me like thinking back about some recent interactions with my employees that I'm not like super happy with from my end of like how I handled things. Um, I can address that later. Like I said, we all make mistakes. The important part is like going back and trying to positively move forward, maybe in a slightly different direction, man. Like I just, I don't, I don't want that. Like I am a whole human and you know what? All my clients and vendor friends and employees, they're all whole human too, And I think this is a big wake up call for me as like a boss and a leader of like, how do I cultivate a company that is accepting of people as a whole human and not just an employee to this company? If I take away anything from the last three weeks, I would feel really proud to take that away and take these just terrible experiences that I've been having and learn from them and apply them by being way more gracious and way more compassionate myself while also being truthful throughout that, you know, that's what I have. I'm sorry if this felt like a vent session. I just feel like there is so much brokenness in the world and I cannot be the only one feeling this way that I'm supposed to operate as a robot when I am actually a human. I'm going to log off on here. Ryan has to be waking up like any second. My dad just got here last night. So he's up there sleeping in the room right across from her. And he usually, if he hears her, he'll just get her up. So 
I'm not too worried about that, but I am on mom duty here for a couple hours before I head into the office. And yes, everybody, just please say a prayer that we get through this weekend, we get moved in, and life can just resume a bit and just settle down a bit as we transition and get situated in our new house. Uh, I do want to feel excited about this. It's a really big deal. And like I said in a previous episode, it happened much sooner, much more out of the blue than we ever expected. But it feels really good to know that we're going to be in a space that we physically cannot outgrow. So I love that. All right, everybody. It's Thursday. So have a great weekend. It's coming for you. Mine will be spent. My one weekend off will be spent moving. So wish us luck. All right. See you later.